0: Welcome, friends, and welcome to the Masters.
1: Let's go. All
0: right. Welcome to the Turn Dogs Golf Podcast. This is Liam. Alongside me is Jack. We have been waiting for this tournament for what feels like years, but it's only been 11 11 and a half months. But we just came off of the Valero in San Antonio. It was a great week. A lot of unknown names at the top of the leaderboard, not a lot of not a lot of big hitters, needless to say.
1: Screw the Valero. Let's get to the Masters. This is my national holiday. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I think there are a lot of names up there. Well, a lot of this tournament in its history is the guys that are trying to qualify for the Masters last minute Definitely. or the guys that are trying to get a quick tune-up and something they're working on in their game before they go to Augusta because obviously that will expose all of your weaknesses.
0: True. I, I enjoyed seeing a lot of the names of – I guess names of old is a, is, is the right way to say it, but a lot of
1: Charles Howell Snedeker, um, Snedeker. Yeah. He fell off at the end too. That was kind of sad. It was Zach Johnson was up there. I think Henrik Stenson, one of his first solid four day stretches in a while. It's
0: good to see him. It was, it was nice to see that. And then you also had the unknown names. You had JJ spawn. Well, he is. I I picked him in one of like three weeks ago. It's a trend. So, so we know about him as podcast people, Jack. But, but the average golf fan or the average person that turns on the PGA tour on the weekend doesn't know who Bo Hostler is, doesn't know who JJ Spawn is, doesn't know who half those guys in that leaderboard were. So, it was, it was an interesting grouping of guys that were quote unquote unknown to the average golf watcher and then guys that were quote unquote. Washed up or older in the golf yeah. scene, so it made it interesting. All right, Jack, and how did your lineups on FanDuel and DraftKings look this past week? Well, we
1: are just going to go ahead and bypass DraftKings. Um, that was a big red number that came my way, but FanDuel, um, like we just talked about prior to this, is scraping money together, so double up somehow scraped in there on that one, and then in the daily fantasy play got that one squished out so I basically doubled my money and kind of made up for DraftKings losses which was good Adam Hadwin tied for fourth carried me Jonathan Vegas 18th carried me you know Redmond and Tigal made the cut kind of fell off at the end there really didn't capitalize they shot 10 over on the final day together um, and then McIntyre guy we were high on just kind of went middle of the road there and bryson missing the cut which was if he was not in my lineup would be a high positive
0: i yeah that bryson if if you had anybody other than bryson there if you had the guy i took in mind cory connors then all of a sudden your lineup looks exponentially better and that's double my that's double money yeah that's what Corey connors not even playing that great yeah. um just to put it into retrospect we both struggled on DraftKings. i did not do hot either i think i beat you by about 40 points and i barely i barely missed out on the money. Yeah. But it was not a good one. And DraftKings I had Corey Connors, uh Chris Kirk, Luke List, uh McIntyre, Steele, and Ryder. Just missed out on that. And then on FanDuel, I had Rory McIlroy, who missed the cut. Chris Kirk, again, who finished tied 35th. Patton Kazire was was disappointing. I think that there was a little bit of expectation with his price point that he was going to be a strong last week. He did not play like I anticipated he would play. Yeah. Uh, Russell Knox, who finished 61st. Mito, he was kind of my bright spot. And then Bo Hosler, who was really my bright spot. I switched from Matthew Neesmith Smith to Bo Hostler on Thursday morning at like 3 30 in the morning. Neesmith missed the cut, Bo Hostler finished side fourth. So I lucked out Bo Hostler is the only reason I hit the money on, uh, on FanDuel at all, but it was just not a great week. So we, we are going to scoot right on past that. I hope you didn't listen to any of my honorable mentions, by the way, I threw out Charlie Hoffman and Dan, Danny Lee. Yikes. Char- Charlie Hoffman missed the cut and Danny Lee withdrew. Like, off, yeah. the, off the first tee box, I want to say, too. It was it was not a good one.
1: Well, what I'll say about Bo Hosler, though, is he was a great spot, but the final, we'll call it 25 holes, his short game killed him because in a little bit of the driver on the final round, but if he just could chip and putt and get that proximity down, you're walking away with a win.
0: I loved Bo Hosler, though, on eighteen. Lying one in the trees, he just pulled out three wood, knew he was three back, didn't care, just had big bow energy. Was like, yeah, I'm gonna send it for the green. Why not? Like, I got nothing to lose. When in reality he had a lot to lose. I think it was was
1: playing on a sponsor exemption, so 150 150
0: K, I think, was just in the the shot alone. Crazy. So good for him. I'm sure we'll see more of him in the next couple of weeks. But he's not Set this week. Yeah, I was gonna at say, but not the, at Masters. the Masters. So best
1: week of the year. Best week of the year. I, I'm in a hotel right now, so I'm trying to be pretty quiet. So I apologize, but I, I literally could not sit in my seat as I'm watching live to the Masters up to my left.
0: Is Tiger on the, uh, the driving range at all? Is there any Tiger oh my updates? Did,
1: did you see the crowd on his yeah. practice run?
0: <laughs> yes, it was wild, and I'm here for it. I'm and here 12, for it. Twelve
1: thousand know. people went to go see a practice run. <laughs> On a Monday flyer
0: <laughs> not he, even the par three
1: contest. He played he, with Justin Thomas.
0: That's who he played with. I was like, I was going to say Justin Rose. And I was like, ah, that's not right. Who did you play with? But yeah, I, oh, it was great seeing, seeing the practice round. I don't care. I don't care if he makes the cut or not this week. If we see him play, if we see him play, if he, when the moment he tees it up on Thursday morning and hits the first tee shot, it, it's going to, it's just exciting from there on out. I, everything I, else is really.
1: I teared up. Let's see. I cried full-blown when he won in 2019, so I'm working Thursday, but you know I'm going to tear up when I see or hear four, please. Tiger Woods. I'm going to tear up. There's no Tiger Woods doubt. to the T. <laughs> I'm going to te- tear up. It's it's probably... Listen, they called his 2019 Masters the greatest comeback in sports history. If he just makes the freaking cut... if he Listen, if he plays and makes the cut, eight months ago, six, eight months ago, he was threatening to lose his life, yep. threatening to lose his legs. Wasn't was told he wasn't going to walk his daughter down the aisle in, in the future. If she does get married or whatnot to now he's playing practice rounds, gearing up for masters where you full blown. This guy has the biggest ego of all time and I'm here for it, but you full well know that if he didn't think he could win this, he's not going to play. So if he plays, he thinks he can win or contend. So that is, the documentary prior to this, they talk about the greatest comeback in sports history. Just imagine if he makes the freaking cut.
0: I, I'm excited because you and I both have friends that have never seen Tiger play a live round. That's how new they are to golf. So the fact that y- you and I have experienced the greatness that is Tiger in his heyday. Live. I've experienced it live. You have experienced it live. I've experienced it over the TV. But still. You and I have seen that experience. We have friends that have never seen him play before, and I am so excited if he if he goes up on Thursday that they get to watch him.
1: Yeah, and I think that part of it is to blame with COVID. Unfortunately, there's a lot of people that really jumped into the game because it was the only thing that was able to do outside. And I feel like even in 2019 when he won, a lot of casual fans, or not even fans, tuned in the game, but he, he you know... He, When you think of Tiger, I grew up on that dude was dominant. When you think about Tiger Woods, he still is winning 25% of all tournaments he's entered, and that includes now. You think One out of every four tournaments this guy entered, he wins. That is so stupid, mind-blowing. So, like, to your point exactly, there's a lot of people that are playing hand-me-down sets from 25 years ago, are playing complete box sets that have never seen Tiger in competition, the only thing that's been on Sports Center is March Madness, NFL trades, and now the Masters, which has basically been is Tiger playing, which we all know he will. So
0: what, what name a number out of a hundred. What's the likelihood he plays?
1: 99.
0: Okay. I was I was gonna go with 90. I mean, if for some reason he experience just like a setback, that's why I want to leave that 10%. Barring
1: yeah. an unforeseen circumstance he's playing.
0: I agree. Okay. All right. As much as we could talk about Tiger for literal hours we we do got to get into everybody else that's also playing this tournament um we'll just quickly spot last week's winners you had rory he unfortunately did not make the cut i had chris kirk he finished tied 35th so like i technically got you on that one but like it's really not that exciting yeah like, that's
1: that's one of those yeah. it's like oh i got you but y- yeah congrats i,
0: I was <laughs> i was the best loser there you go yeah. all right so I don't even need to go over course details. We're going to Augusta. It, wake up, bury your head in these azaleas, listen to Jimbo, say welcome to the Masters Thursday morning.
1: CMT off on tea olive, followed by pink dogwood, <laughs> followed by flowering peach, flowering crab apple, then magnolia, Jupiter. I could go all freaking day, gentlemen and ladies. This is my tournament. This is my week. This is like the culmination of my life is in the next calendar week.
0: Well, all right, let's be real. Amen Corner is going to be all over ESPN Plus. Those are going to be the featured holes this weekend. Uh, and and of course, deservedly so. It's going to make or break the tournament come Sunday afternoon. So no. All right, you just ready to get into it? Ready to start the uh Let's do it.
1: Let's do it. Come on. This is no. this is the greatest week in golf and I I hate the fact that I'm at a hotel and have to be respectful of others <laughs> cuz it is a little later, but otherwise I'd be screaming right now screaming
0: all right so let's look at DraftKings. we're going to start at the 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 10k range we're going to include shuffler he's at 11k just throw him in um so what do you what do you think about this range now let's clarify here this is 49 of the top 50 players in the world that are at this tournament the only one that's not here is phil mickelson he might be 51 now but The point being is there are a lot of great golfers here. So unfortunately, there are going to be golfers that are good that I personally just won't be betting this week. And that's not a knock on them. Everybody that's playing this week is great. But I'm looking for something better. If somebody's missing just a small portion, that's all it takes here in Augusta for me to not want to bet them.
1: Yeah, so looking at this range specifically, I kind of break it down because, again, obviously we say every week you should – especially this tournament, in my opinion, because I think personally the winner of this tournament will be in the top 15 to 20 in the world. So I think in your lineup, you have to have one of these guys. Um, But narrowing it down, you have to go with Augusta is built on a cut shot for a righty. So the whole course is designed around this. So finding a guy, Dustin Johnson had success last year. He only plays a cut. Uh, Roy McIlroy has it in the bag, probably the greatest driver in the generation. All the rookies are going to say Bryson, but that's not true. Scotty Scheffler, I I think I will fade him this tournament, which is, I understand, a hot topic. John Rahm is another guy, but Justin Thomas, that guy probably has the best cut drive right behind Dustin Johnson, just with a little more finesse in the iron category, which is, as you know, the reason why Tiger Woods wins these Masters is because he is the greatest iron player the game has ever seen morikawa right behind it but he hasn't obviously six top tens and nine out of ten cuts he's shown it but he hasn't proved to me that on this week he will be the guy i pick
0: i i'm all right so this is where i talk about it again i'm a little scared of morikawa and hovland
1: Whoa, Hovland,
0: that's I'm my a, guy. I'm a little scared about them because they're, they're they're putting and around the green play has been very rough. Morikow, I'll give you
1: Hovland's chipping. Yeah, that's a really weak spot.
0: When I looked at it out of the field, I think Morikau was 81st and Hovland was 72nd, 71st. But the point being is they're in the back half. There's 90 players, but JJ spawned one. So there's 91 players in the field. And those two are on the bottom third around the greens. Again, everybody here is good. Unfortunately, that's just one of those things that I've taken into account. And I think that doing those two little things, I'm avoiding the young bucks this week. I'm looking at Rom, DJ or JT. It's one of those three that you have to start your your lineup with. In my opinion, I think I'm with you. I think JT is the guy to pick. He's coming in strong, good course history. Again, he's playing great. He hasn't missed a cut yet this year. I do think Scheffler's a viable option, but I just don't think there's a way that he's, he's, he's doing it again. I mean, that's, if he wins again here this week, we're, we're going to start going into tiger levels of, of consistency. Ooh, don't say that. Success. Don't you dare.
1: Well, not on, a, on a
0: small scale, on like a, on like a six week scale, we're going to get into tiger comparisons winning four out of six tournaments.
1: Yeah. But, I mean, listen, this is not a rip on Scheffler because he has proven the last three four months of golf he is the number one player in the world but to do it on a match play tournament do it at um courses that are not and i don't mean to sound this as rude because obviously it will sound rude is finely tuned as augusta national is is hard now if he's in your lineup he will no doubt score i mean if you look at just his fantasy average it's probably only behind Hovland and Justin Thomas at 92.6. He will make the cut. He's going to make the cut. He's too good of a golfer not to, especially with guys like, you know, Freddie Couples, one of the greatest swings in history. But I think that at 11,000, when you have a guy, Justin Thomas, who is probably my favorite, or at least tied to favorite to win at $700 cheaper in the long run, that's going to pay off.
0: I agree. I agree. So I think we're both starting with JT and it makes sense. He's just great. And he's lined up really well for this, for this course. Uh, the only one we didn't mention was Rory. Any, any concerns that may be coming off the cut? He's just not no, in the right mindset.
1: I just read a stat the other day of him and I wish I had pulled it up. Now it's his last four times. He missed the cut was a winner fourth, second, win the last oh, four times. Saying-
0: you're saying the week after, right? Like Correct. the week after he missed the cut? Okay, yeah. I saw that one too.
1: So, and obviously, again, he's proven he's one of the best players in the world. So there's no concern from my end, but I hope he went. I would be so happy if he won it. He deserves it, but I just, I don't have 100% confidence in him right now.
0: He's got a lot of pressure on him this week because he's trying to complete the the grand slam of of golf. Correct. So I think that that's just a lot of extra pressure. I I hope for his sake he wins it, but I just, I, I don't know. I'd rather go up 300 to do uh to JT. So, all right. Into the nine thousands. We have, we have a very stacked. Yeah. Very loaded $9,000 price. Where, where do you want to begin? I mean, there's so many names to go to
1: now. Okay. Cameron Smith is a guy that I feel could really win this tournament. He is spectacular. He's proven it this year. Um, Xander Shoffley had a phenomenal run last year at the Masters and fell unfortunately short at sixteen. Cantley is very cheap here. Kepka is really cheap. I am fading Matsuyama just with injuries and Bryson. Will Zalatoris? This might be the week that I pick him and you don't.
0: Um you know, I was just saying, so, all right, last week he did find, or not last week, but at match play, last time he played, he did find his putter a little bit. So, I mean, we're not talking. Finding his putter at Austin country club versus. (laughs) Yeah. We're not talking biz who levels of, of putting at this point where he's the best one on tour, but he kind of found his putter a little bit at that course. So if it, Transfers, then it could work. But again, there's a lot of if-ands or buts there. But I agree, Zaltoris will be a good play this week. I think he'll be popular,
1: totally. um, especially I, with solo second last year.
0: Yeah, I I love Kepka. Two hundred dollars more than him this week. That was I know, my.
1: I know you my, liked I, him. That was my pre-season prediction for the Masters. Was Kepka? He was really honing in a swing when he signed the deal with Srixon. That was a really good move because. Especially with that driver, you get a lot more forgiveness than what he was playing in Sim 2 and TaylorMade. So I think it's a really, really good move for him. I figured in the beginning or the latter portion of this year that he would really struggle just to find that competitive edge. It's hard to go out with new clubs and compete against the top 50 players in the world, and he's proven he can. Obviously, no wins this year, but like I said, you never count him out of a major. Right off the bat, he's just in headspace alone beating half the field Definitely. you think with the experience and the skill he has he beats another quarter so right there you're looking at just from a mathematical perspective a top 20 top 30 finish at a lock
0: yeah i agree again can't, can't lay and Cantley is dangerous at this number um, who all right so we've said a couple of names who's who's your guy in this range is it zalatoris
1: For me this week, I think it is. I would traditionally say Jordan Spieth, but after watching him last week, which I know one week isn't necessarily an indication, he did not have the driver. He did not have the iron game. The short game, his proximity was a little longer. And at Augusta National, where it's exposing your mistakes, you can get away with that when you're the number one short game player on tour, which he was when he was winning them. Right now, his proximity to the hole isn't going to bail him out where all these guys might so my picks in this one if i had to pick two would be zala Taurus, and oh my gosh probably cameron smith but Cantley and kepko will probably i'm probably going to drop every dollar of my savings on fanduel and DraftKings. so every single person on this entire board besides Matsuyama will be in my lineup and douchebag. Or uh excuse me, DeChambeau.
0: <laughs> uh Bryson DeChambeau, I'm your favorite golfer of all time.
1: Sorry, internet hotel internet connection. That <laughs> probably came out differently.
0: Yeah. So I I I actually don't hate Jordan Spieth. He's kind of a more expensive Zalatoris kind of. I mean, the the short game is kind of weak. Zeltores had a struggling short game. I maybe I'm reaching a little bit. It is the master. She's played great here in the past. I don't hate Spieth, but I don't, I don't really think I'm gonna go in his direction. I love Kepka this week. I think I'll look at him a lot. And then I actually think I'll go. I, for me, it's either Cantlay or Zeltores is my other guy in that in that yeah. range. So Daniel Daniel Berger just kind of floats through, doesn't he? He just he just doesn't look very pretty down there.
1: Yeah, you know what I think it is too is ever since he had that really good showing at, well, he had Hero, which I don't really count as a tournament. Um, Really good in Century. I think he was top five, top 20 in Farmers. He finished in like 90th in the Waste Management, which was really bad because he should have dominated there. I think he missed the cut. Um, Honda Classic, really good showing. And then Players, he had a really good showing too. But you're talking about, very soft courses in comparison to what they'd be playing at Augusta, Um, especially with the conditions they played at the players. I can't take that into account. Um, Century Hawaii, obviously that's Pua Pua grass and that's really soft and it's going to grab the ball. Um, But his swing is built for a fade uh, or excuse me, a cut. So I think there's definitely, he's worth the nine K. And if you want to put him in your lineup, you can, there's nothing wrong with it. That's what I'll say.
0: I agree. All right. Let's, let's get into the AK range, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, let's do it. Sam Burns is my guy. Um, or actually Sam Burns and Sung J.M. Sung J.M. I feel like he's going to be a minority pick this week um, in the fact that that dude, do you understand? I think every time he's played the masters has been on the front page leaderboard. He is spectacular. Um, obviously, you know, Louis Ustasen is going to finish in top 20. He's, it's a major. Just yep. a given, but I think a couple interesting ones. Um, and I, I know I'm talking a lot, but I'm excited. So I just I can't I stop talking.
0: You're, you're good. Keep going.
1: Adam Scott, former masters winner. I think he's playing really well. Four cuts and nine top tens or excuse me, four top tens and nine for 10 on cuts. Joaquin Neiman has one or two wins this year. He's that cheap? Terrell Hatton, one of the best ball strikers um, of the game right now, playing really good.
0: And Eldrick <laughs> Tiger Woods. Dad, we found Dad. He's 8,500 on DK. Uh, it's it's honestly very tempting to, to take him at that price. I don't think I can, but all of me wants to. Here's and my I,
1: opinion on the, the fantasy sports aspect of Tiger. If you're betting big, 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 big money, don't put him in your lineup. If you're doing a double up or a small token one where you can afford to lose, just in the odd chance he withdraws because he's doing a game time decision. So you might not have time like Matsuyama two weeks ago.
0: Yep. Yeah, it's definitely a choice. Uh, you, you've you gone over a lot of names here. So I love Adam Scott, by the way. I completely Agreed. agree with you. I think he is a very, very dangerous as in good pick this week.
1: 100%. Um,
0: I love Hatton as well. He's a big time play for me. I think he is. If anybody's mispriced, it feels like Hatton's mispriced, in my opinion, although this the, the lineups is pretty well-priced otherwise. Um, Finau is super boom-bust. He scares me. Uh, but you mentioned Burns. I like him as an option as well. Burns and Gooch just always seem to end up next to one another, and it's it's so tough to choose between those two because they're both good options.
1: 99
0: out of 100 times
1: gooch is really good at augusta i think he was leaderboard last year but i just i think burns is just having one of those years where when you see something you see something so i'm definitely throwing him especially at this price range definitely um for that caliber guy but it's hard because just like we said 49 of the top 50 players in the world are here this is going to be a loaded lineup so every single guy we could talk about is worth putting in your lineup
0: you really kind of have to go six for six this week with this with as many loaded guys in FanDuel and DraftKings. If you don't go six for six, you gotta hope you pick the winner, maybe another top ten, two more top twenties. You have to have a very solid lineup with five guys, otherwise. 100. Um, percent. Uh don't count out Louis Ustazen because it's a ma- it's a major never can. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a major, so I'll probably show up and finish top five um outside of that are you ready to go to the 7k range
1: yeah i am and i think this is and i know we say this every week but i think more than ever this is this is the spot in your lineup where you're going to make or break your whether you're doing master's pool uh flighted daily fantasy whatever it is right here there are so many guys in this division that are still between 30 and 50 in the world that are so good i mean just alone, you take Sergio, Masters winner. Um, Casey, obviously, that dude in majors is just unstoppable. Um, P. Reed, major winner. Bubba, ma- or excuse me, Masters winner, Masters winner. Um, so I think there's a lot of guys here that really, really, really are important to take a look at. maybe we spend just an extra minute on this section alone.
0: I agree. Um, We'll start off, do you want to sound off the alert this week or is this a little less of an alert week?
1: Okay, here's my theory. I think everything I read and everything I I look at him and when I watch his game, there's no doubt he has the caliber to win it. I would not, surprise is probably a strong word, but I would not be surprised if he finishes on the leaderboard in terms of this event. But his random withdrawal last week, I have to assume. He said he had to pull out. So it was either COVID, COVID COVID-related symptoms, or probably a nagging injury that if he played feared it would take him out of next week, or this week rather. So unfortunately, I will not be sounding the alert this week. But again, I would not be surprised if he finished leaderboard.
0: Gotcha. And just so everyone knows, Jack is in hotel Wi-Fi. So I know there once or twice in there, there was a little chop ups and cuts. We're doing we're doing our best. We're trying to get you guys content, even though we're working all the time. So work with us. We're sorry about that. But I agree. I think I think answer would not be the most surprising in the world if we won. But with the withdrawals and everything else, it's just it's just tough with a loaded field. I like Sergio below him. Previous winner. I think he's a great, a great choice. If you want somebody that's just kind of going to be steady. I don't know if I love him to win, but maybe top make a cut. Yeah, make a cut. Top thirty, top forty. Just kind of smooth on through.
1: Yeah, I think Russell Henley is going to be way overlooked this week, or excuse me, way overplayed this week. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Going right next to it, Matt Fitzpatrick. I think that's going to be a huge pick, and I'll be putting him in a lot of my lineups. I think this dude is just having a great year and coming out in the Val a couple weeks ago, fifth place. He's had one, two, three, four top tens in his last five events. He's on the right track.
0: See, I've I, i I've been struggling because all week I've been trying to decide between putting Fitzpatrick in lineups or going down the extra $100 and putting Corey Connors in. See, a-
1: listen, this is going to change between now and Wednesday evening, but I agree. I think Corey Connors, if you follow golf, more than the weekend golfer in a beer league. Yep. I think Corey Connors will be played in a lot of lineups. Um I think that dude is going to have a stellar year, but just forewarning that he will probably be an overplayed pick.
0: I, I agree. And I understand that, Um uh, you know, I'm, o- I'm okay kind of playing him in this position. Cause I'm going to go different in a few other places, but I agree. I think Corey Connors will be one of the most played players in all of Daily fantasy sports and i think the guy next to him, paul casey i'm avoiding i think the injuries and uh the, the the did he withdraw one week two it is a major Smash that it play. is a major it is i paul know casey. And, and that's tough because i know it's a major and it's paul casey but everything that kind of led up to this masters just seems off now again i'm going to say that he's going to pull a top 10 out but I, I don't love him this week. I'd rather just go to Corey Conner instead. Yeah.
1: And then I'll, you know, briefly touch over Tommy Fleetwood, minus the one week where he missed the cut, which obviously I don't really put in. Like you said, he was coming back from Europe and it was a weird week, but he's had stellar weeks. Webb Simpson's coming off a couple of good performances. Yeah. Jay Rose, obviously champion. I, I don't know, and I honestly when I say this, have no idea why Billy Horschel is this fricking low and cheap. Obviously his last event was the players. I take no account into that week yep. uh, into going forward. These was just the weirdest conditions I've ever seen on one of the hardest courses. So I can't do that. His worst finish in the calendar year of 2022 was 36th.
0: Yeah, I agree. I, I, I think Billy Horschel is going to be a solid pick. If you want to be different and not take like a Corey Connors and you want to go to a Billy Horschel, I think that's a very logical yeah. sidestep.
1: I, I might vomit really quick, and I, I genuinely might have to step away from this podcast after saying this, but I also see Patrick Reed being a viable option this week.
0: I I don't. So, I, so that I understand,
1: I understand, but you have to understand he has green jackets at home He has one when he's on, you cannot deny that this dude has one of the best short games of our generation, not even just like of the generational short game. When he's on, he plays a cut or I know he doesn't play a cut. He plays a draw, but he has over the last two years developed that helicopter swing, which I think is really important. And I I, at 7,400, you have a green jacket owner. It's tempting.
0: I I told myself I will not p- play Patrick Reed again until he proves it and he still has not proved it for me. So, I get it if you want to if you want to s- swing for the fences, he's a previous Masters winner, he's 7400, he's cheap. He's not my guy. I'm,
1: yeah, and I'm, if you're I'm, like I'm me, good. he's going to dump probably multi hundred dollars into oh, maybe maybe even to the four figures here into the uh master stuff then you're going to need to mix up lineups and I think it's worth a sprinkle. Probably not in your again. When you're doing your biggest lineups of all time, you have to pick safe guys. Yep. Um, again, like you said, just to the to the exact T, he hasn't proved it yet, but you know the second he does, he'll be up there in the leaderboard. And then Bubba Watson, he's only played four events, missed the cut on half of them. I I don't see him being a viable option. Leishman... Like him, I man. think is a solid pick this week. Um, and then I kind of really, to be honest, bypass the rest of the 7K range, not even disrespecting a guy that I know you like in Siwoo or
0: Siwoo, C- shaking that ass, uh, shaking that uh, ass. Yeah, <laughs>
1: but I, I just, I don't see, and especially McIntyre, I was high in him, but lefties, uh, I'm a lefty myself, have a hard time drawing the ball unless you have that natural ball flight, which is needed, i guess, to for a cut shot for a righty.
0: Definitely. I I don't hate Luke List this week. I think I, I, he's more of a GPP play if you want to be different down here, in my opinion. But there's definitely worse options in terms of guys that'll be low owned that you want to take a chance on. Yeah. Um, Cameron Young's interesting because he started out so hot to start the year. I mean, he was tied second at the Genesis. He's he's got a chance here, but I I think at this he's kind of cooled off since his hot beginning. So we're going to, I'm going to stay away from him now. All right. We just went through all of the seven K range. So, so let's get into the six K range. Did I just see Harris English? Just, uh, he withdrew a couple of days ago from his hip. Um,
1: he was having hip complications and I think he withdrew in the second.
0: Um, so he, so he's out he had this hip week surgery. in the masters. So yeah, he's down there at 6,700. So avoid him. I like well, Brian Harmon this week. I really do. You like Brian Harmon this week? I like Brian Harmon this week as well, although he's just been solid. I feel like you like him a lot more than I do. But I actually don't like Brian Harmon. I think he's really boring, to be honest. Um, <laughs> even
1: though he's a lefty, I should like him. But, again, boring in majors. It's how you finish in the leaderboard or top 20. So I would not be surprised if he had a great week. And then,
0: obviously, our guy, Whedon, who.
1: He's, he's more your guy
0: this week. I'm actually – I'm a Tom Hoagie guy right underneath him.
1: Hold on. You're going to talk about how great Baswedon is <laughs> at short game on the one course that short game is the most important, and you're going to fade him?
0: I think the big thing with, with Bez is that is that when he plays well on other courses, they're not this loaded. This is just a course with too much top-tier talent for him. I think he should, he'll just get lost in the shuffle. Yeah. I think it'll be good, but, I mean, tied 45th and two over doesn't do anything for me. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't. That's fair. Doesn't do it. You know, Kevin Nas, I think, are, are just as good of an option. Tom Hoagie's just a better option. And they both got better upside in my opinion, than Bez. That's so, fair. Uh, J.J. Spawn, he won last week. He's in now. Thoughts? I've already used my. I like JJ Spawn this week. He
1: sucks. And then a couple weeks later he's in the top ten. I get so it. So I will not be saying his name. Um, unfortunately, I, you know, love him, love his story. Great story, but I don't think so. Thomas Peters is a guy I like Sep Straka, I think this year has really shown after the Olympics, he's really been on a tear.
0: Just to piggyback off of your Thomas Peters, I actually don't hate him as a first-round leader this week. He is kind of sneaky. He's played well here in the past. He seems like the kind of guy that can go out on Thursday and shoot 65, 64, and potentially sneak out to an early lead, and then I think he'll kind of trail back into the pack and get caught eventually. But is there another guy, Jack, you had a, uh, a thought on?
1: Yeah, I know this is, again, if you're searching this deep, you know, you went hard on the top guys, and you're really trying to find a guy. I think Danny Willett, good course history. When Dustin Johnson won it in 2020, he finished fifth. So I think, I got obviously you weigh a little more of course history than I do, but I think it this this specific course in general, course history is most important. I think um, 85 to 90 percent of winners obviously this math might be a little off have played Augusta national at least four times so I think coming into this with course history knowing that where to put it where to hit it Jordan Spieth when he won his masters I think that that was the best played at Augusta national I've ever seen he hit fairways middle of the green and he bit it in the sense that he wasn't going for eagles he wasn't fighting for birdies it was I'm going to make as many pars as I can. If I make a couple birdies, great. And when you're the best putter that you know, the world has ever seen up until he started changing things, those birdies became more prevalent and kept going in and it is ridiculous. But I think if you're that 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 deep, he's not the worst pick cuz you get, you know, then you're going into you know, Mike Weir. No disrespect to him, fellow lefty. Sandy Lyle, VJ Singh. Then you're talking guys that are 65, 60, 50 plus. If you
0: want an, another interesting pick down there, I don't hate Stuart Sink. I love Stuart Sink. One of my favorite players. I think I think a lot of people might go Zach Johnson because he actually played half decent last week. But I do not hate Stuart Sink. I also like your uh, Danny Willett pick. All right. So I, that and then through just I think about that um,
1: last, 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 last guy, I would not be surprised. And this is a super hot take. If Matt Wolf plays well this week, I honestly wouldn't be surprised. His miss is right, which is great in terms of playing at Augusta. So I, it, honestly, 6,500, I might sprinkle him. However, again, he hasn't proven it, but at this cheap, and you know, he's that good of a player. It's worth a sprinkle.
0: He's like Patrick Reed for me. I'll I'll bet him once he proves it for me. I I just can't get there, but yeah. I I but I get it because if if you are scraping the bottom of the barrel down here, it's not your worst option. Yeah, yeah, there are definitely worse options than him. So I get it. All right, do you want to go over lineups?
1: Yes, I will start with DraftKings since I'm on here. Okay. Ready for this, Victor Hovland. Sam Burns, Sung J M, Corey Connors, Matt Fitzpatrick, Billy Horschel, with two hundred dollars remaining. I think that is a made cut machine. And again, when we're playing in these big money events and get top fifty players in the world, there's not really a lot of tournaments that you're going to see like this. Make make the cuts. I don't care if he's fifty second at the end of the round. You gained at least 40 points just on making the cut alone in terms of playing for the next two days. So I think that's honestly with the price and I, I, I will definitely, I'm not a tweaker, but this is the week that I'll tweak,
0: but I like that lineup to be honest. I mean, as a tweaker, I'm surprised you didn't, you talked highly on JT and then you went to Hovland. So that was a little interesting. Well, uh, I don't want to spoil it yet, but <laughs> Hovland is my pick to win. So I will spoil it right there. Oh, that's good. Cause he's not mine. So you can take him. Um, I'll do my DK real quick. I got JT at ten three, three actually at 9,800 that I might drop down to Kepka. Uh, Adam Scott, 8,300 Corey Connors, 7,600 Mark Leishman, 7,300 Tom Hoagie, 6,700
1: riding the Tom Hoagie wave. Hopefully it doesn't like when we did with Sam Ryder, hopefully right it doesn't in. come crashing down this week.
0: I uh, know that is a little bit of a concern as, as usual, I will probably tinker with Spieth and Hoagie there. <laughs> and those are the two I'll probably change if anything, but Thomas Scott Connors Leishman love it. There you go. Fan duel.
1: Yeah. Let's just start it off. Tiger frickin' Woods. I, he's expensive. Don't get me wrong. He should not be that expensive. However, as I said before, if he's in this field, he thinks he can win it. Now, they would be disrespectful of me to not put my own father in my own lineup. However, I'll start off Justin Thomas, who I also think will win it. I'm torn between Hovland and Thomas. So Thomas, Hovland, Zalatoris, Sung J M is Weidenhout and tiger woods this is not my big money lineup this is just the lineup that i'm talking about for this one i could read you through my big money one if you'd like
0: do the big money one as well just so that way people know both sides all right
1: the big money one i have victor hovland justin thomas sung jm Corey connors billy horschel and right now i have max homa However, I might change that all the way up to Russell Henley. I'm not sure yet.
0: That that one definitely seems like the the, the sweatier. I'm going to go throw this one in a GPP and take some people's money lineup, but I love the other one cuz it has Tiger in it. So I had to do
1: one lineup with Tiger and if we're doing an event like this, I have to throw him in there.
0: I I get it. And I I might do the same thing where I have a lineup against you with Tiger in it or Something along those lines just to have one in there to have it. But my normal, quote-unquote, sweaty GPP lineup is going to be uh, Justin Thomas at eleven nine, 9 Brooks Kepka at 10-9, Adam Scott at 9-7, Terrell Hatton at 9-5, Corey Connors at 9-3, and then Siwoo shaking that ass at 8-5. Now, Siwoo is probably the one I'll change. I do have an extra 300 dollars in that lineup. So go up to Tiger. Oh, don't tempt me. Don't tempt <laughs> me. I could go up to Tiger. That's a that's a very viable option. Uh, oh, that might that might be the play, especially in the lineup against you to go up to Tiger instead of Siwoo.
1: Here's my, here's my last thought about Tiger, because I could spend an entire four hours talking about him. When you have a major e- major injuries such as heated to the legs, you're gonna have to fight a lot of a lot of misses in the game of golf. What's the most popular miss in the game of golf? A slice. But you know what he's playing? His miss is a draw, which I think is a really interesting point because his natural ball flight's a cut, which is probably the best ball flight you could put for Augusta National. But you get down to the par fives mostly You know, Two, for example, um, where you really have to fight the ball, I think you see Tiger seeing an old aggressive swing playing a miss to a draw which he never really had before. I think it's a really interesting dynamic that his miss instead of when you see him swing the club and be pissed, it's the high cut. Now it's a little bit of a low flight and draw. I think it's probably the most interesting thing if you're a golf nerd like me to watch out for
0: you have got so much in-depth knowledge on tiger it is it is terrifying to think about but it it must work so well when it comes to your betting and all your golf odds because i am sure you have way more knowledge on that subject than 99% of people in the world most so, likely yes if tiger wins if tiger wins i mean we are going to be have no voice and probably be hungover next week on the podcast, knowing us, cause we'll still be shaking off all the joy, but dude, I, I will not sleep,
1: eat, definitely drink. <laughs> if Tiger was wins, I, I mean, you know, it was my 21st when Tiger won in 2019 favorite player. I, I was an emotional wreck. If from what you remember, <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I remember everything. I could tell you everything about that round, but again, I'll say it before the game of golf is so much better with him in it. And the fact that eight months ago, we thought he might lose his life to the fact that everybody in the world is hoping that that guy can go out and just play is, is remarkable. So if he goes out and is in the final group at Augusta national on Sunday, I think the world will come to a halt.
0: I agree. I agree. So are you going to uh, keep up with the pin placements and everything else? It does look like, by the way, there might be some weather in play this week. I think on on Thursday night, Friday morning, I saw some weather potentially in the cards. So be advised if if that comes into play, but I'm sure. Yeah. So here's a little
1: thing. So if there is weather, if you're looking, say it's Friday morning and you're looking for a second round leader, Go for the guys that are teeing off in the morning. Softer conditions, a little more targeted approach. Guys in the afternoon are probably gonna fall one to two shots behind that traditionally. Um, but it I don't as long as there's no weekend weather, I'm all
0: golden. <laughs> Yes, uh Tiger will probably be Thursday morning, Friday afternoon, though. By the way, so we'll yeah. see how we'll see how that affects Tiger. But just be advised to look out for the weather. Do you want to go over some of your bets for the week? Do you have Tiger in any bets? I'm just curious. Yes, of
1: course I do. Come I'm just on. just checking. Right. Got to First make sure one, loyal. Tiger
0: Woods winning. No, I'm just kidding.
1: Although, listen, I put I put I know I told you this on my 21st. My roommate's dad was in Vegas at the Bellagio. He said he put 25 on a player for everyone. And, of course, you know, I picked my own father and Tiger Woods. I got that Bellagio ticket hanging up in the room. Um, but I'll start off with Tiger since we're on it. He's only a minus 115 to make the cut, which is incredible odds for a guy that's won this jacket more times than, you know, I don't even know how to compare. He, he's he's the best player ever at the specific course. Even if he's not in his best game, he knows where to miss it. He knows how to do it. So I think at minus 115, yeah. Miss making the cut is just a great number.
0: The only, the, I agree. That's a great number. The only challenge is if he doesn't play. Well, uh, then
1: that's a wash.
0: Yeah. Then it's a wash, which is just unfortunate because then you don't make any money. But I think assuming you tease it up and it's not a wash, those are great odds.
1: 100%. Um, and then obviously with the best players in the world, you're going to see a little bit different odds than I traditionally do, but Corey Connors, great iron striker. Minus one thirty-five at top thirty. Usually, I don't go that high for this case because I don't want to be boring. But I think it's a really good one. Sung JM is a plus one hundred at top thirty. So double your money if he just gets in the top thirty. He plays really well here. Top twenty in Zalatoris for plus one ten is a, I think a really really interesting one if he plays how he's supposed to. It's great. Victor Hovland is minus one fifteen for top 20, which is crazy odds considering he's like the second or third favorite. Um, And then Tommy Fleetwood beating Bubba Watts in this tournament is a minus 110. So those are the ones that I'm taking and undoubtedly will be betting on basically every player's position after this podcast tonight when I sit in my hotel room.
0: I, I do love the Corey Connors pick. And then Tommy Fleetwood over Bubba. That one seems so straightforward, but then it's Bubba at a, at a major and in the Masters. So we'll see. Those are good picks, though. I do like most of those. You had what six picks? One, two, three, four, five, six. Yes. Okay. All right. So you did six picks. I did five. Um uh, Hatton, top 30 is minus 120. Uh C woo at top 30 is plus 110. Uh, Brian Harmon is 130 uh, to go over Lee Westwood. Uh, Tom Hoagie is a wash over Harold Varner, the third. And then I actually like Webb Simpson on top 30 at plus 120 as well. So I think those are all decent options. Again, there's no top 40s because there's only 90 players in the field. So Fanduel and DraftKings, I'm assuming are trying to to save their own butts, so they're only going up to top 30s. But there's a lot of other ways to go around it. As Jack said, he's got Tiger making the cut. We have a couple of guys that are doing head-to-heads over one another. There's a few different betting options, so you don't just have to go top 30, top 20, top 10.
1: Yeah, I like the matchups. I know we had talked about prior to coming on today, you're struggling on which matchups to really hone in on because traditionally we don't really look at the matchups only because – They're not as straightforward. Like you said, there's 95 players, top 50 in the world. I kind of scratch out the 40 players after that that are in the field. Um, So it's Lee Westwood minus the – was it the PGA or the U.S. Open a couple years ago when Bryson won it that he hasn't shown me anything since. And I think that um, Brian Harmon is actually a really good player in the majors, really consistent. So I think that's a really good pick. Um, So it's a good one.
0: There you go. And then, all right, do you have any other thoughts or do you want to get to winners?
1: Listen, I can talk to you for four more hours about the Masters. I can tell you every single hole name. I'll be up at 3.30 in the morning looking at pin placements, weather, humidity. I'm a nerd. It's, it's just a matter of fact, especially for this tournament. So I could jump right into winners just to spare everybody's time.
0: Well, let's do this. If you want to debate or question Jack or talk to Jack, uh, follow on Twitter, send a message tell tell jack your thoughts on the masters this week and i'm sure he will agree disagree or dispute you one way or another however you want to you want to talk to jack
1: yeah i'll be on a plane on wednesday so send your tweets in so i can get them to him by wednesday night
0: all right jack what are we talking who's the winner this week who you got i am really torn
1: like legitimately torn between thomas and hobland justin thomas victor hobland i think personally i feel victor hobland will win it but that's 50.01 to or excuse me Victor Hovland is 50. you know 01 to Justin Thomas 49. you know 90 in terms of winning so i think those two guys obviously heavy favorites i said it from the beginning i think it's going to be a top 15 20 player in the world both those two guys i think are really really good i think again like i said Victor Hovland would be my pick if i had to do it um, but a deep guy that if you're really looking for it, I would not be surprised if Zalatoris came
0: out on top. I, again, this is the week, if any week, he's going to do it because he's he's finished second here before.
1: So you want Hovland? I'll take Hovland, but again, All Justin right. Thomas is literally milliseconds or millimeters in terms of the scale
0: behind him. So I really thought you were going to take JT here, so that now gives me a conflict because I was like, if he's going to take JT – then I'm going to go another way. But now you left me the option for JT. Um, I'm going to take JT, but I'm just going to throw it out there. The guy I would have taken if you would have taken JT, Cameron Smith.
1: Cameron Smith, yeah, I talked about him a lot. I think another guy that will be deep and probably bet in terms of golf people will be Adam Scott is a long shot to win this too. Yep. He's got his jacket. I think he's really finding his game. Not like he lost it, but I feel like he definitely strayed from what he was to what he is now. So I think that'll be a good pick as well.
0: I agree. All right. We're ready for the Masters. We're ready. We need Jim to uh to welcome us in on Thursday morning. Please follow us on social media at Turn Dogs Golf Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Go talk to Jack. Go tell him your thoughts this week on the Masters. And let's go out there and win some money. Maybe see Tiger win it all. Have a great weekend with a comeback.